For Tuesday, February 23, the 54th day of 2021. There are 311 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. On Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we will update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. We will celebrate the warmer temperatures that are on the horizon. We'll tell you about that. Also, it's my understanding that there might be snacks in our future. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the no, she's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. How's Misty? I'm well. How are you? It's not too bad. I heard you say last hour that uh, you broke up with your coat. You had to set your coat down and have a nice long talk with it this morning and say, it's not me, it's you. You're it staying home. Yeah, you're staying home. It's all that comf inside of you. I can't have that on today. It's going to be 62. We're breaking up. And I'm know, not wearing socks either, so the socks were left behind. It was kind of interesting. On Sunday, it felt like 37 was convertible weather, right. considering the way the temperature had been. When we get to 60 degrees today, we won't know what to do. Fill we up will the pool, be, Mark. We'll all be freaking out. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah I'll meet you at the pool uh, after work. Uh, Beach is on assignment today, so we say good morning again to our dear friend. Who am I? First Baptist Church, Winchfield knows him as their worship and discipleship minister. Social Security Administration knows him as Dennis C. Cook. We know him as Yukon Cornelius. Morning, Yukon. Good morning, everybody. How we doing? Welcome back. Thanks. It's been a while. Has been a while. You skipped a week. Yeah, I got fired. We sort of, we sort of missed you. Uh, you <laughs> might have been snowed in. It was the weather was, ugh, oh, it was not bad. good last week. Have you been? Did you see any of the new NASA footage yesterday from Percy? No, I our, did our not. Our new friend Percy is uh, sending back the Perseverance rover. Is sending back uh, dramatic video okay. of um, the red planet. And yesterday. They also got the first sound ever recorded on Mars that was transmitted back. I doubt it's the first sound that ever happened. It was just the first sound that Uh was ever uh, recorded. But, yeah, you can see the – is Percy now the most famous Percy of all time? I think so. I mean, more than Percy Sledge, more than Percy Faith, more than Percy from the Green Mile. Remember, we didn't like Percy from the Green Mile. He was a wimp. Yeah. You know, he was an instigator. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. so it's, awesome. It is neat to see the way the chutes were deployed and uh, that uh, the the surface, I guess you call it the ground, <laughs> the ground on Mars. What's the sound sound like? Uh, it sounded like uh, whales in deep in the ocean. No, I don't know. I was not, hoping it was I'm like the Jaws theme. Like, <laughs> yeah, we need to, we need to hear right. it. I think it said it was something like my B fifty two space modulator. <laughs> That's exactly what it That's good. Like. Yes. Wouldn't I'm with you. Yeah, I'm hoping so. I, I'm Marvin. 
hope I hope Marvin is there. <laughs> Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> today will today will be the warmest hidden skill set. When when will the Perseverance rover go to the section of Mars where Bugs Bunny and Marvin the Martian are fighting? I don't know. That's, that's the portion. That's the part. I'll I want start to watching then. <laughs> uh, today is going to be the warmest day of 2021 so far. We'll be in this warm bubble of air, which will allow 60 degrees to be reachable later this week. We'll see a sprinkle or very light chances uh, in the uh, in the area. And then a potential wet pattern developing for the weekend and into next week. Partly cloudy, 62 today. Uh, clouds increase late tonight and a low of 39. Mostly cloudy and 61 is what to expect for your tomorrow as we get into uh, midweek. So it looks good for a couple of days. And I don't know, we kind of set our, maybe set a stopwatch to see how long it takes for that last little piece of ugly snow I that, know, that, that gray yucky. snow that's yeah. got it's got gravel pellets mixed uh, in with it where it was shoveled but it's all just together mm, and yeah. it stays there It'd probably be on the square you know where it gets piled <laughs> up real visible yeah that would be nice yeah, yeah. where it where it got shoveled into the biggest pile takes mm-hmm. the longest to melt mm-hmm. and uh, we'll just kind of keep an eye on that i guess we could start a pool we could start some type of raffle Oh, okay. I thought you on that to see who has the latest day. Well, you're just you've got that on your Mm -hmm. on your mind. Uh, Yesterday, the United States topped 500,000 coronavirus related deaths, matching the total of three wars, according to the headline. Uh, The numbers, uh, the 500,000 deaths, match the number of Americans killed in World War II, Korea, and Vietnam combined. The lives lost, as recorded by Johns Hopkins University, are about equal to the population of Kansas City, Missouri, and greater than that of Miami. Raleigh, North Carolina, or Omaha, Nebraska. The U.S. recorded an estimated 405,000 deaths in World War II, 58,000 Vietnam, 36,000 in the Korean War. And now the current projections by June 1st are to, will get, even though we're slowing down, we would get to 589,000 in the United States. And so that's, you know, the president yesterday commemorated that he stopped at the White House and they had a ceremony and ordered uh, flags to half staff. And I am I am not about to in any way minim, minimize uh, half a million Americans being lost in a year. I mean, technically, I guess less than a year from when we started keeping count. But I do think it's important that also we don't know how many lives maybe weren't lost that might have been because of different activity and decisions that we made because of you yeah. so oh, sure let's let's just you if you if you're a parent mm-hmm. and you're a parent of someone who's driving age one of your greatest fears is them being loose on the roadways and something tragic happening to them on the roads right it i mean it's just overwhelming that's right and so but when you when you do less travel when Mm -hmm. i do less travel when you do less travel when our kids do less travel there are less accidents there are less fatalities there are less so all i'm trying to say is that we will never know in god's great plan how this is the way things were intended right This, this is just we can't question why and who and when. All we can do is live each day on earth like it's your last because eventually you will be correct. And so I just, 
I don't want to see any more loss of life no. from COVID. But we just don't know. It's just our time is not his time. And we're only allotted a certain amount of time on the earth. So, so make the most of it. So what we're saying is find Jesus today if you don't know Jesus. <laughs> I'm liking the way this show has started. <laughs> I mean, it's just. The best decision you could make today is Jesus. Mm-hmm. Let's just get there. Well, and, you know, there will be people that want to do the math and go, okay, well, how many um, how many deaths did we not have in yeah. certain areas because we did things differently? And it's just hard to know. I, I'm not smart enough to know how many Americans we lose on an annual basis in a normal year. Like, I don't know. I don't know how many that is. What's our population in the nation? 350 million is what the okay. general, I mean, the general consensus is 350 million, okay. give or take probably 10 million. <laughs> Or, Mm -hmm. you know, depending upon what the latest census is, could be higher than that now. But again, you know, these headlines that the media publishes are designed to get your attention and go, oh, wow, it's a half a million Americans. Mm -hmm. But sometimes there's subtext under that that's also important to evaluate is all that I'm is all that I'm trying to say. Uh, Kentucky is expanding its vaccination eligibility to anyone over 60 Beginning in March, I guess maybe technically that's uh, Monday, March 1st is when it will be expanded. Governor Bashir said the state's regional vaccination sites will move to phase 1C on March 1, which expands the pool of eligible recipients to those over 60 and anyone over age 16 who has a high-risk condition. The 1C tier also includes remaining essential workers who weren't in the higher-priority Categories, Misty, you talked to Josh Embry last hour. Uh, any information on the expanded demographics for vaccination yet? It will happen quicker at your regional sites than it will locally. So if you are in that age range, you need to get to a regional site because they're getting more vaccines. So they're ready to move into 1C, where Grayson County is going to be in 1B for quite a while. By the way, just from a from a personal standpoint, I can relay. I personally looked for the Bowling Green Regional Facility last night, and they were still saying uh, no dates available. But it's because they're still dealing with some of the disruption mm-hmm. from the weather last week with the delivery. And then I would imagine they're trying to uh, reschedule people who were disrupted, who had their appointments disrupted last week. Right. Uh, 530 new cases of the coronavirus reported by the governor yesterday, the lowest number since October 5th. Wow. You know, when we were going that way and we mm-hmm. got we got way too high on a daily total compared to 530. Now, there are multiple reasons for 530 is that there are less people being tested last week because of the weather. You turn those tests around by the time or people, you know, maybe they start to feel ill or they decide, hey, I need to get tested, and there's a lag in that. So that Monday number is naturally lower anyway, but that Monday is much better than the previous Monday and the Monday before that. So we're trending in the right direction. We will still, I think, later on this week, Cross over the 400,000 uh, positive tests, uh, positive cases in Kentucky, and 13 new deaths were reported yesterday. 17 new COVID cases reported in Grayson County since Monday of last week. This is the report that was issued yesterday. And there have been, um, there are 50 active cases as of yesterday, unless Misty got an updated number this morning. Mm-mm. And there are 59 new cases since February 9. In Grayson County, so slowed down tremendously, and then of course back into the uh, back into the orange, which a lot of the state is. 
A Kentucky parent has filed a lawsuit against the Kentucky High School Athletic Association over a policy on when student-athletes can return to competition after testing positive for COVID-19. He's a dentist from Mount Sterling. His name is John Kelly Johnson. He filed a lawsuit on Friday in Montgomery Circuit Court saying the policy has the potential to negatively affect his 16-year-old son's prospects for college scholarships if he gets the virus. His attorney is asking a judge to grant a temporary injunction that would prevent the Athletic Association from enforcing the policy, which calls for athletes who test positive to isolate and then gradually increase physical activity while being watched for symptoms. It also recommends an evaluation by a doctor. Student athletes could be out of competition for up to 21 days. Mm -hmm. So this guy's attorney says our lawsuit is not that there shouldn't be some sort of protocol in place. Our lawsuit is that this is excessive to the point where it's arbitrary. Julian Tackett, the commissioner of the KHSAA, said the policy is based on the recommendations from a Kentucky Medical Association sports subcommittee and designed to ensure that the student-athletes, regardless of how mild their symptoms might have been, have no heart damage. Um, there are a lot of things the KHSAA does that um, puzzle me and that uh, sometimes are, are hassling um, or head-scratching. But in this area, no one, no one has the the how-to guide that says this is exactly how you do it. When this happens, here are the steps you follow, and everyone will be okay. It just, none of us have and have had for the last year the ability to, you know, just open up our book and go, oh, COVID-19 pandemic. All right, here's our action plan. Here are all the things that we do, and everyone will be happy. No one will be hurt. No one will get sick. It just doesn't work that way. So it is – I would ask this gentleman, I would ask this dentist in Mount Sterling, said, well, you – do you think you're unique in this situation? Like, do, do, you, do you find that it's just your child? Do you find – and I, I guess – I don't know. It's a hard one. I understand that there are parents. I know parents who held their children back in school because they knew they would have a growth spurt what would have been their senior year. Yeah. So they, they had a different senior year uh, just it, for the ability to play basketball and hopefully secure scholarships. So I know that there are parents who take that very seriously. I, I get that they're trying to, to navigate the waters for their child to have the best opportunity at 16 um, but I would probably feel a little more on his side if the child was 18 and this was his senior year and this was his last opportunity and he had excelled and, and was being overlooked. Mm -hmm. But at 16, he's probably a sophomore, maybe a junior. He's still going to play at least one more year. Hopefully this will be behind us. Um, I, I think instead of suing, my knee-jerk reaction would be, what's the what's the next best thing we can do? And that would be work with the recruiters and say, they're not obviously able to play ball. What can we do to get our kids in front of your eyes in a different way? Yeah. That doesn't make people sick. Th that's my uh, – you, you hit on his age. His age is 16. And I think that you're going to see, whether they take it or not, you're going to see the education community 
extend the opportunity to anyone in this class mm-hmm. to have another go round if they want to. Sure. Just to repeat the process all over again as if we're just going to do a reboot. Now, you're going to have young people that say, well, I'll be emancipated by then. And, you know, it's that's not in my best interest. And I just want to get on with my life and et cetera. That's one thing if you're a senior, as you pointed out. But if you're a sophomore, you say, maybe I want to take another swing at this um, because this is certainly it is certainly atypical. But the, this athletics driver is interesting to me, too, because I would be curious to know, in the end, how many residents of Jefferson County sent their children across the river to Indiana to school this year because they were playing sports sooner than we were in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. What about in, did the same thing potentially happen in Covington or in Northern Kentucky? Mm -hmm. Uh, Are there other areas where the border counties you found, found parents saying, well, I don't like what we're doing in Kentucky. We'll just move them to the next nearby state to where the restrictions are different. So I just, there's a lot of moving parts to all of this, but I just, um, the merits of the, you know, sports is kind of a microcosm of society. And I guess while we're getting our constitution tested, we might as well figure out what the limitations mm-hmm. of the KHSAA rule book are on saying what you can and can't do when returning to athletics. But it's every athlete, every young person in the Commonwealth is sustaining the same type of hardship. We're all in the same storm. We're not on the same boat. You know, we're not, I mean, uh, we're being impacted differently, but we're all being impacted by Mm -hmm. this. I just, for one person to stand up and say, hey, uh, my kid's being, you know, is is facing a hardship. Well, yeah, so is mine. Yeah, if I was that 16-year-old, I'd be like, Dad, be quiet. I'll never get the ball passed to me again. Not going to get off. Sadly, we have the apple tree situation. <laughs> so Junior's probably the over there beating his chest too, going, probably. "I'm not getting my turn." <laughs> hey, for the second time in uh, about three months, a drunk driver has driven through the Hodgenville Town Square. The Hodgenville Police <laughs> Department said Saturday morning, about 12:45, the Town Square uh, officers responded there and found a, an 05 uh, Hyundai SUV driven by Mary Vincent of Greensburg, traveling west on East Main, failed to negotiate the traffic circle and traveled through the square. It's different than our square. We had a big building in the middle of our square, so that's a barrier. You, uh, like Our building is going to hurt your car more than your car is going to hurt our building. But in Hodgenville, the statue there of the Lincoln Square, and people oftentimes don't, you know, for the last time, for the second time in a couple of months, and it's happened before as well, this ended up crashing through there. Now, I don't know, I don't know if we have the mug shot or not, but you can see it at K105.com. And... When you see when you see the mugshot at K105.com, something immediately stood out to me. I don't want to explain it to you, but it stood out to me, and I would just be curious to know if you had the same question that I did after seeing. Okay, so there's some oh, there's man. Some, some homework for you. you gotta, gotta I love the, the title on that article, by the way. For you to look, that's really good. What the Forrest Gump again? 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 <laughs> A, an elderly Hart County man has perished in a house fire. State police mm. are conducting a death investigation after 83-year-old Ralph Bennett of Hardyville died Sunday night at 6.30 during a fire at his home on 100-acre Pond Road. The Hardyville Fire Department arrived at the home, discovered Bennett's body inside. He was pronounced dead at the scene by the Hart County Coroner's Office. Um, what else? Oh, uh, legislature back in action. Uh, they... They took a pause last week because of the weather, so they'll get back into action and uh, 
back to uh, back to the business of the people this week. They advanced a bill yesterday allowing to-go alcohol sales to become a permanent fixture touted as an economic shot for restaurants reeling from coronavirus-related losses. The Senate passed the legislation 28 to 7, sent it over to the House. It would allow Kentucky restaurants and bars to sell alcohol, including cocktails, in sealed containers for delivery and go-to orders as part of meal purchases. Governor Bashir passed an executive order last year to enable them to do that, to try and keep some of the doors open on these uh, bars and restaurants. Uh, John Schickel, who's getting a lot of uh, attention lately for his legislative efforts, said small businesses love it and it's been very successful. But Senate Majority Floor Leader Damon Thayer called it a lifeline for restaurants hit hard by lost sales from the pandemic. There are some rules about it. They said no bulk sales. I don't know what the definition of bulk is. Uh, also, it can't be in the passenger compartment of the car because, as you know, Kentucky has an open container law. And so they're trying to do things to, you know, be pro-business but also protect people as well. Uh, Lexington Catholic remains the number one uh, team in the state in boys basketball. Bowling Green down to number six. Anderson County, the number one team in girls uh, in the girls in the state. The Elizabethtown Lady Panthers are at number two. And uh, Chris Mack, after the video surfaced over the weekend of he, he and uh, former UofL football player celebrating after the victory over Kentucky on December the 26th is uh, apologizing to Coach Cal, but also saying that it was not a good look for them to be celebrating and not have their uh, COVID protocols in place and all that stuff. So it's, I don't know, maybe much ado about nothing, I guess, but it's making the news today. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way here on In the Know. It's cool day. Oh, I love curling. Like the Olympic sport. Oh, yep. so much fun to watch. Or the hair. Which one? Both. Both are fun. <laughs> Comes more natural to some. What kind? Both. It's also banana bread day today. You all can have mine, if you like. I'll take it. I love no it. No thanks. And today is uh, International Rationalization Day. So I guess you uh, an exercise at rationalizing things. Okay. okay. All right. All right. We'll see. Dennis, did you rationalize where you lost your debit card? Is this public knowledge? <laughs> it is now. I, I actually, it's pointed out to me that I did not find my card. Okay. Uh, my card was found. I wasn't going to mention it until it was located. If it was out there, if it was out there unsecured where someone might swoop it up and no, run with it, then I wasn't going to say anything about it. But uh, I tried to know it's safe and sound. It's not at Hardy's, by the way, for all you wondering. <laughs> uh, we were talking about the Perseverance rover landing on Mars. Yeah. And uh, the the goal of this project is that Perseverance is going to take some soil samples and return them to Earth. So we've done some one-way traffic to Earth, but we've not done any two-way traffic. So we'll be able to get some of uh, get some of the lunar uh, get some of the Mars surface back, as we did with some of the lunar surface back in the '60s and '70s. Here are some inventions we wouldn't have without space travel. So we wonder why all right, why are we spending all this money to go to space? Yeah. Well, here are some of the byproducts that you might currently enjoy as a result of our exploration through space. Top of the list, camera phones. The day's tech was developed in the 90s in a quest for scientific quality cameras small enough to spit uh, sit on spacecraft. Huh. Okay. So the little... 
camera that you have in mm-hmm. – I mean, they're everywhere. And TikTok says thank you. <laughs> it's just – wouldn't exist without it, right? <laughs> I, I mean, it really is impressive yeah. um, to to me when we were seeing the um, – International Space Station visits with Doug and Bob when they were back and forth. Um, just some of the various camera angles that they had that gave them the ability to show the docking, actually docking with the station and mm-hmm. the approach. And it's just it's really impressive. Yes. Where grams matter. Like yeah. The gram in weight, grams matter on what they're able to take into space. So shrinking that down into a level is important. So for that, we thank you. We also thank you for CAT scans. The Jet Propulsion Laboratory played a lead role in developing the technology, which in turn led to CAT scanners and radiology. Wow. Thanks to space travel, we have LEDs. Red LEDs are used in space to grow plants and to heal humans on Earth. Thanks to space travel, we have athletic shoes. Nike Air Trainers wouldn't exist if a NASA engineer hadn't pitched the idea when working on spacesuit technology. We have the Dust Buster, thanks to the NASA program. NASA asked Black & Decker to come up with a lightweight device to collect moon samples. That led to the Dust Buster in 1979, and then soon to a utility room near you. Yes. Ear thermometers. NASA and Diatech developed the aural thermometer, which uses infrared astronomy tech to measure the energy emitted by the eardrum. The Jaws of Life. This uses a mini version of the explosive charge used to separate devices on the space shuttle. We have wireless headsets, thanks to NASA. We have uh, baby formula now contains a nutritional enrichment ingredient, which can be traced back to NASA research into the use of algae during space travel. Portable computers, including the computer mouse, was inspired by and developed for space travel. And then finally, and perhaps most importantly, Tang. Oh, yes. Tang. Oh. <laughs> it was a great you, drink right you there. You were on <laughs> such a good roll there, astronauts, and then Tang. And then, and then, and then Tang. Mm. Um, Chick-fil-A is making menu changes like narrowing sizes and discontinuing a couple of items. Uh, we're bracing over here. <laughs> this spring, Chick-fil-A is apparently... Eliminating decaf coffee. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So far, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. And bagels. Uh, All right. Not yeah. a big deal. Yeah. Why should they? Why were they on there to begin with? Going to say, who, <laughs> Come who's, on. we're safe. If you're eating there, <laughs> if you're eating there every day, yeah, I can see you eventually getting to the bagel. Yeah. But at the frequency in which we're able to visit, I'm not get. I'm not getting so far as the bagel. I didn't even know there was one. Same. But also, there will be some consolidation. They will be replacing the four- and six-piece kids' chicken nugget meals with five-piece. Okay. All right. I, I think there's not enough difference between four and six anyway. No. I don't, as a matter of fact, I think they should cost the same. <laughs> Is there really that much difference in four and six? Let's just let's just call it an even five. That way we can deal in multiples of five. Mm-hmm. Can I get a fifteen? Sure, mm-hmm. that's three fives. <laughs> yes, you can do that. By the way, actually, my son orders a catering platter of the chicken mini. <laughs> Sarah won't let me do that. That's, I have that's what Elijah gets. He doesn't eat the the any sides. 
He just gets a catering platter of the little nuggets and a drink. <laughs> Multiple days last week, I got uh, I because I'm I wasn't I wasn't willing to allow myself to have fries, mm-hmm. and I wanted protein. Mm-hmm. So at McDonald's, I ordered a twenty piece McNugget. Yeah, and that's it. Okay, mm-hmm. I did that three days last week because of the weather, but it was a mathematical formula every time. They're yeah. like, well, all right, here are. Uh, here are three sixes, but then we had a four spare. So here's we're we're gonna get twenty two this time. You know, it was it was never just twenty. Yeah, it yeah. was uh, two tens. It yeah. was and I was like, well, look at them in there doing their math experiments. Yeah, rationalize everything out. Right? That's right. Uh, also reporting that milkshake, coffee, and ice cream cone sizes will also be consolidated. Okay, I don't do any of those things there anyway. Yeah, I mean, that's, again, that's probably all right. Yeah. I didn't hear okay. anything about the cookies, so I think everything's we're good. Okay. We're good. Cookies, we're good. good Spicy chicken sandwiches left alone. Dennis, this we're will get good. your attention. The Krispy Kreme will give you a five dollar dozen this week anytime the hot light is on. That's a pretty good deal. So if you see the hot is light it, on, is it assorted? You no, I think it's just straight up. I think it's your. Regular glaze? Original glazed donuts in shop purchases through this week, $5 only, but when the hot light is on. Isn't the light always on? No. No. I've never seen it off. Mm -mm. Doug won't pull in the parking lot if the hot light is not on. (laughs) Just FYI. Okay, very good. All right. You've you've Uh, driven past it. UConn, is it snack time? It is snack time. All right, good. Sanitize up real quick. I have two great options for you today. Are Are they really great? Are yes. You, are, is that, I think that's to be determined. I have, You're going to be happy about one. I this, know. Yeah, this he, is contact. He, he gave me a hint yesterday when I said Sarah Sarah Cook is my favorite. No, this first one, I think it came up at the company Super Bowl party I wasn't invited <laughs> to. <laughs> uh, yeah. My, <laughs> my husband knew about these. This right? is the. Or did you? No, no, yeah, it's, it's your husband. Job. It's Jason yeah. who brought him to our attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, Snickers yeah. with the brownie. Contactless uh-huh. curbside delivery here. We should bless no this touch. food. Amen. Mm-hmm. These are really good. I've had one. Mm. Well, thank but you. I noticed you're having another. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't had one this morning. This would be good left in a hot car and then brought in to room temperature for a minute. Here's what, what, here's what I like about the Snickers, the Snickers peanut brownie, mm-hmm. is when you get into it first, mm-hmm. it's straight up Snickers. Mm-hmm. You go, oh, that's a Snickers. Mm-hmm. And then you go on in, like you take step two on in it, and you go, ooh, variation. You have to work for the brownie. The remix. Mm-hmm. I should put the whole square in my mouth. Again, it's rich. It's and rich. I love it's it. Get you. The brownie is an amazing combo mm-hmm. with the Snickers. Yeah. Uh. Got a little bit of a sore throat. It's rich. You know, it'll, it'll choke you up a little bit. But it's good. Very good. I actually have a whole other candy bar right here. This is this so good that it um, it might rival the original. Yes, absolutely. I like this better, but it is very rich. So. I'm definitely taking this over the original Snickers okay. every time. Kind of what I'm a little bit unhappy about is that you led with that instead of the next one. Because you know I'm not going to like the next one as you much. You know what I really like about this is it's already pre-cut into four little squares. It is? Yes. Dennis didn't do that? No. No. Oh, I thought maybe you all made Gracie go into the kitchen and melt this down <laughs> and then mold it back into perfect squares because she could do that, by the mm-hmm. way. I just opened up the package without touching the product and threw it on a plate, 
handed the plate towards you. Health mm-hmm. department approves. Okay. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> we, we keep them on closed circuit monitors so mm-hmm. they can be looking at what we're doing at all times. I'm going to go ahead and do this in the package as well, live here on camera, so you can see I'm not touching the product. Mm-hmm. This is a, a new item that Trey was very upset that I was bringing the last package to the station today. <laughs> <laughs> the last. Fruit Loop flavored pop tart. So why, why does it say I'm with on there? It says well, I'm with Sam. Sam, Sam. Sam must have one mm. of these, by the way. All right. Yeah, I I'll can't have it because of the red food dye. You so can't. let me know. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. I've yet to have one of these. Like I said, Trey's eating the whole it's box. It's pink. Mm-hmm. It's pink food dye. It's not it red. It smells so mm-hmm. much like Fruit Loops. Does it? I love Fruit Loops. I find them to be a little fruity. Mm-hmm. I don't. You don't like that? What are you doing? You're not finishing that bite. <laughs> Trey is watching. Yeah. Listen, I was, I was, I was a good sport about trying it. Hey, this was this is pretty good. Is it? Yeah. I need a tiebreaker, Sam. Come in on the break. I don't like pop tarts and I don't like fruit tarts. <laughs> oh, well, then it's really good. Yeah. Can I get more Snickers? I love. Bubba I have a whole new candy bar. Sarah Cook, thank you yes, for thank sending you, Sarah. snacks. And uh, uh, Dennis, thanks for bringing them in the building. And thanks to Gracie for melting the candy bar down into individual molds to keep the health department happy. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Someone that you, you can call when all your things. Did you know? Milk carton spouts. Didn't appear until the 1960s. Before then, they had to be cut open. But they were more like the... Yeah, they were kind of like the pouches that had to be... You know, milk in a bag, which they went back to instead of the carton. But I got to tell you, when I was a kid getting milk at school, if you got a bum spout, it was all over. Oh, that's the worst. You know, if you would not, like, you yes. could, a bum spout could ruin your day. Mm-hmm. When it didn't open like it was supposed to, and then you got to open both sides, and then it, it, it really, good, yeah. you yeah, have to kind of make it look like that's what you wanted to mm-hmm. do. Yeah, but everybody knew if you were twisting in the carton, and you had to start again, you were trying to hide it with your hand. That's right. It's just, it's like, well, I got one that didn't have a good seal. The seal, mm-hmm. the seal was was bungled when they sealed it. The sealing machine didn't work properly. Mm-hmm. You just mm-hmm. need to be able to peel it back and pop it open. Yeah, and, and that's true. But back in my day, mm-hmm. over at Beaver Dam Elementary, <laughs> with the beavers, they they brought <laughs> these the milk in the bag <laughs> thing out again. You know the, the little pouch thing, the clear pouch thing, and you had the yeah. straw, and you that never worked for me. No, the implant. Bag. That was one of the it's best terrible. things. So that was one of them. the best reasons and the best things about not going to high school in the nineties mm-hmm. was I was not forced to have milk in a bag. No, we oh, we bad. had we had milk in a bag and it was awful. Never yeah. worked. In my just, yeah. Okay. I, I just, you had to hold the bubble. You had to get your hand positioned, and yeah. then it was a quick stab. Mm-hmm. And if you couldn't ex- execute it, then you just had a mess on your hands. Well, and then you could you could just really destroy your straw. Like if mm-hmm. if if your spout went sideways, yeah. so just said, oh, "Okay, my spout is down and out." Yeah. 
then you would try to take your straw in there and poke it in there, Mm -hmm. but then you could destroy your straw, Mm -hmm. and then it was just... If you're like me, you're busy entertaining. I mean, there was a Mm -hmm. lot going on. Sometimes you forget to cover the top of the straw, fireworks. (laughs) I mean... Yeah. Hey. Old faithful. <laughs> the guys it are <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. You know the teachers had to hate it when they brought those in because they knew they were going to yes. be a mess everywhere. <laughs> Disney Plus adds a negative depictions disclaimer to multiple episodes of The Muppet Show. The old shows? Yes. Wah, 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 wah. So I'd like to go back and, and listen to them and see if I can pick up on what – yeah. Which shows they would put the disclaimers on? Yeah, I'm going to go back and watch. That's uh, yeah. that's on my on my binging to do. I want to go back and watch. Listen, they were great when they came on. They were it ran 76 to 81, and seemed like to me, at least at our house, and I guess it had to be at your house too because we were all watching the same channel that time and no DVR. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we didn't have a Netflix premium subscription then. We just had your basic Netflix. Oh, um, we did have a VCR, no DVR though. <laughs> we yeah. <laughs> right. We we had a VCR. It mm-hmm. was the size of a suitcase, but we had one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't mean a small suitcase. Mm-mm. Oh, the um, it came on Saturday evenings. You know, it seemed like it was it it, it was like Lawrence Welk for kids yeah. variety show, yeah, yeah, and you yeah, never yeah, know who you were going to see on there. Said this program includes negative depictions and or mistreatment of people or cultures. Oh, so a pie in the face. What about not, animals? You're not allowed to. Oh, yeah. Don't tell PETA. <laughs> mistreatment of people or cultures. These stereotypes were wrong then and are wrong now. Rather than remove this content, we want to acknowledge its harmful impact, learn from it, oh and spark God. conversation to create a more inclusive future together. That's hogwash. If you if it was really wrong, you would remove it. That's an insensitive comment you just used with Miss Piggy on board. <laughs> it was. This is not hogwash, <laughs> sir. <laughs> you showing two of my friends up there on that TV screen? Oh my gosh. They should put a disclaimer on everything because I could be offended by Frozen. I'm insensitive. I, I, I find waka 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 to be insensitive. Ah. I would like to. I would like to go back and watch it and see if there's anything that I would go, okay, I can get that. Yeah. I get, are we? There are some. Are we mocking a, cultures? There, are we making fights? Because we've done that over the years. We, I mean, comedy shows are built on sure. mocking each other's cultures, mm-hmm. right or wrong. Hey, is what we've done. Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Speedy Gonzalez is on television <laughs> many Saturday morning. I, I, I understand it. But as a person, listen, as as a person who hopefully is exhibiting the uh, the the Christ-like mandate to love everyone, mm-hmm. I am hoping that being that spending Saturday mornings watching Speedy Gonzalez on television in no way made me have feelings, negative feelings or insensitive feelings for anyone uh, who is from a Latin culture. You know, I so, but not, but not everyone can and is doing that. I'm just saying, for me, I'm hoping that my exposure to those things did not make me someone who was was negative to those types of cultures. But I get where not everybody can do that. So I don't know. You know, I get those when I'm on the phone with someone who says, "Where are you from?" Kentucky. Not so much anymore because we are trying to be 
better about those things, but immediately used to, especially back in like the nineties, it was, Oh, are you barefoot and living in a trailer and pregnant, you know, teenager, like that was the stereotype of our culture here in Kentucky. So we have them for all. Coming to America, Eddie Murphy explains why the first movie still matters 30 years later. He said the legacy of coming to America is that it's unique, it's rare. He said black people, we don't get a lot of movies like this one. Coming to America is a romantic fantasy comedy. Usually when we see ourselves on the screen, it's heavy things. Rarely do we get to just go to see some escapism just to go to see a movie and not have to think about any of that stuff. And that movie holds up anytime mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. on that yeah. movie holds up and yeah. it uh, i can't wait for the the second oh, one to come out on so prime uh, starting early next month it's gonna be wonderful oh, i also read this morning that megan and harry aren't gonna give their next baby a royal name and i was really hoping they were going with queen latifah <laughs> but apparently there's going to have a normal name like Joe. I'm so mad for this kid. <laughs> right? Who are these people? Meg, Megan okay. and Harry. All right. Okay. Yeah. You You're act like break. you don't know. I see. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here on In the Know. Point to ponder for today. <laughs> kind of wondering about some of the signs to confirm that I'm getting older. I've decided, like the other day, I said something about my good leg. Get over here. This is my good ear. Yeah. On this side. Be over on this side. It's my good ear. I'm like, that's probably an indicator. Oh, uh, I hadn't thought about it, but I think be. I, yeah, I think I can a, now distinguish yeah. between good and bad yes. parts. Uh-huh. If you start, like, if I start eight to twelve sentences a day with these millennials, <laughs> we did, we've already done that today. <laughs> yes, this has happened. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It used to, if I would fall down at a party, people would laugh at me. Now they rush over. <laughs> you all right, sir? Yeah, right. <laughs> Get a wheelchair. You need an ambulance. <laughs> It's just times have times have really changed. Uh, Dennis, what's happening at First Baptist Church this week? We need to know about. Oh, this uh, this Sunday we conclude a little mini series. We started a, an evangelistic series uh, called Heaven or Hell. We're talking about the truth of those two places, and not not just what they're like, but the the reality of of why they are there and the price that jesus paid on the cross for us and the the reality of of what happens after we die and uh, it kind of harkens back to what you opened up the show with about living life uh for christ every day and realizing the price that he paid for you so uh we're, we're educating our folks and reminding ourselves about those truths this sunday at 10 a.m so we're within the lenten season which means the countdown to easter is on I would imagine many congregations will be setting a course to arrive right on time to Palm Sunday 
and Easter Sunday, so I guess we can see that off in the horizon, can't we? Yeah, the first Sunday of March, we begin a new two-month-long series called To and From Easter. So we're not just working our way to Easter. We're also going a month after going, what what happened after that, and what should our call be post-Easter in 2021? Yeah, you know, sometimes we sometimes we don't spend as much time between resurrection and ascension mm-hmm. as we uh, as we should. So that'll be a good uh, yeah. that'll be a good study and a good focus. Um, on television tonight, the premiere on the CW of Superman and Lois. Is this deja vu? Didn't didn't this happen already? Didn't they have Smallville on the CW? Is this a Smallville? Reboot? This is a new show. There's a Superman character that started on the Supergirl show. Now, yeah. this is his spinoff okay. from the Supergirl show. By the way, Dennis, I I want you to make sure that you're tuned into the show tomorrow because we had uh, we had something happen over the weekend that Alea has decided which superhero she is. Ooh. And being loving superheroes the way you do, okay. you're not going to want to miss this. Okay. okay. This is awesome. Uh I, I was going to tell it today, but I did not want to do it without Christy. Okay. She needs to be here because she was part of the the, the time when there's even video to support the... <laughs> the what a teaser. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you cooks are the only one that could do a tease. I That's see. really good. Uh, uh, you did. The premiere on history t- tonight is assembly required. Richard uh, Tim Allen and Richard Karn... Put the maker's skills to the test when they have them create an all-season leaf blower that can melt ice and snow. Yes, I want to watch Oh, this, this sounds wonderful. I mean, uh, it's uh, it's like a long, extended version of Tool Time. Except they're really old now. Yeah. Well, Tim Allen's not so old. I still watch him on Last Man Standing every week. He's on Fox. On MTV Unplugged, if you love K-pop, BTS performs on MTV's Unplugged. I have no idea what you just said. Yeah, just tell Gracie. She'll know. BT- Sadly, I do. Yeah, <laughs> she'll she'll know. BTS. Yeah. Now, it's not something you take medicine for. Okay, that's IBS. Isn't yeah. that the group from Singapore? <laughs> uh, from Korea. Korea. From Seoul. Uh, today's highlight in history, this date in 1836, the siege of the Alamo began in San Antonio, Texas. In 1861, President-elect Abraham Lincoln arrived secretly in his wa- in uh, Washington to take office. In 1870, Mississippi was readmitted to the Union. Birthdays today. Ed Tutal Jones is 70. Brad Whitford from Aerosmith is 69. Howard Jones is 66. Nisi Nash is 51. Josh Gad is 40 today. Olaf is 40. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Emily Blunt is 38, Aziz Ansari is 38, and Dakota Fanning is 27. What, uh, Josh Gad also plays Gaston's running buddy in Beauty and the Beast. Le Boo, Le Fou, Le Fou, do you remember that character's name? Keep at it, you'll get there. The reboot, the If I just action. say enough French words, I'll have landed on it. Yeah. Yeah, the live action yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, gone but not forgotten, Handel, Handel. George Frederick Handel, 1685. What do you say? You say handle? Handle, yeah. Handle? Uh-huh. We're in a real, we're in a real handle. <laughs> we're in a type spot. Something just doesn't quite add up here. The composer of the Messiah and the Hallelujah Chorus. You have all sorts of neat pronunciations today. He's, yeah, you're in a row. Like, yeah. You're rewriting the dictionary over there. Dennis, <laughs> if we talk about... The Messiah and the Hallelujah Chorus, do we have to stand 
Or if it's only if we hear it that we Will have to stay. Not if we talk about it, it's fine. But if we start singing it, it's over. We're, we're up. All right. Okay. Just want to make right. sure. Peter Fonda was born in 1940. Chart toppers. Let's go to 1957. Love Nikki and Sylvia were number one. Thumbs up. That's a new thing we're doing on Tuesdays. <laughs> Dennis, who likes Dirty Dancing, the movie, more, Sarah Cook or Dennis Cook? Oh, Sarah for reals. It's not even close. I love it because she does. <laughs> All right. That's, uh, that's kind of the way that we are at, at my house. I love Dirty Dancing, but not as much as... Not as much as she does. Something you call love, but confess. It's not really a coming of age story about Johnny. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm more of a dancer. <laughs> she likes the movie <laughs> Dirty Dancing. You perform for her through it. In sixth grade, I was awarded best boy dancer at Beaverdam Elementary in a contest. I didn't know you were the only boy in your school. I was going to say, only one boy in your entire class? That's cute, but that's not true. 1966, Nancy Sinatra. Come on, Boots. Can you mash potato? I loved mashed potatoes at the school cafeteria. (laughs) The scoop. Like, Mm -hmm. the fact they could make them so round with that scoop and it stayed that way. Sorry, we're off track. But yeah, the scoop, though. Is that really marvelous that they can do that? Don't you think it's yes. awesome? Anything you make look like ice cream. <laughs> Says to me, they're just awfully thick. Nineteen seventy-five. Grand Funk Railroad. I think you know how it ends. Yeah. Thumbs up. Some <laughs> kind of wonderful. Mm-hmm. Let's go to 1984. Did I mention 1984? Five. Van Halen and Joe. Dennis, thanks for coming in. My pleasure. Thanks for having me again. Hopefully, hopefully, we look forward to seeing you in March because March is next week. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. March is already here. Can you believe it? It's my wow. birth month. <laughs> uh, also, uh, well, this is Misty's birth week. Thanks so for the candy bar. Make sure and leave her yeah. birthday gift because uh, you won't you see go. her again until after her birthday. <laughs> MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Thanks for coming in. By the my way, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Everyone knows how to raise children. Except the people who have them. Everyone knows how to raise children except for the people who have them. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show.